It's Friday, March 15th. Welcome to our new podcast, Skim This. We're breaking down the biggest, most complex stories of the day with the context on why they matter. Every Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. Today, dozens were killed in a mass shooting at two mosques in New Zealand. The prime minister is calling it an unprecedented act of violence. News reports are tying it to white nationalism. We're going to connect the dots on how this movement is gaining ground across the globe. Then, a lot of students are skipping class today to teach the world a lesson. Who's behind the climate strike and what they're asking for. Finally, you called and we listened. We're excited to share your Woman of the Week. We're here to make your Friday smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Duncan. Skim This is here to make your evenings smarter. Duncan's here to make your mornings smarter. Their Power Breakfast Sandwich has 24 grams of protein, no artificial flavors or dyes, just like us. We run on news. America runs on Duncan. The most difficult story of the day is the mass shooting in New Zealand. On Friday afternoon local time, a gunman opened fire in two mosques, killing 49 Muslims and injuring dozens more. Here's New Zealand's prime minister today after the attack. Many of those who will have been directly affected by the shooting uh, may be migrants to New Zealand. They may even be refugees here. They have chosen to make New Zealand their home, and it is their home. Police have taken four people into custody and charged one of them with murder. The story is changing rapidly, and right now not much is known about who's behind the massacre, other than what they reportedly posted online. The shooter appears to have live-streamed the murders on Facebook. And before the shooting began, a manifesto with white nationalist views was published online, and it's being linked to the shooter. This is just the latest mass shooting that's been connected to white nationalism. So today, we're going to tackle this one specific aspect. Why is white nationalism still a growing thing? Not just in New Zealand, but in the U.S. and around the world. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, which tracks extremist movements, white nationalist groups embrace the idea of white supremacy, the idea that white people are superior to non-white people. To be clear, it's straight-up racism. It's been around forever, but the internet has made it easier for people to spread these racist ideas. We're going to take a look at three things. First, why reports are linking this shooting in New Zealand to white nationalism. Second, how shooters inspired by white nationalism help keep it going, and third, how white nationalism is playing into global politics. Here's why reports are linking this shooter to white nationalism. First, someone appearing to be the shooter reportedly referenced memes on social media that are used by white nationalists online and posted in online forums known for extremist language. Then, according to news reports, there were names on the weapons used, names of military leaders who went after non-white populations centuries ago, and mass shooters who've targeted Muslim and Jewish people. Also, in the Facebook video of the shooting, the shooter referenced something big in white nationalist circles lately. Subscribe to PewDiePie. PewDiePie is YouTube's most popular content creator, and he's known for making racist and anti-Semitic slurs. Subscribe to PewDiePie has become a white nationalist call to action. And then there was also a manifesto, which hasn't been explicitly tied yet to the shooter, but it was published online right before it happened. And it called people who aren't white invaders. The author also said the shooting was inspired by right-wing extremists like Dylan Roof, 
You remember, he killed nine black parishioners in a historical black church in Charleston, South Carolina in 2015. There was apparently another name drop in this manifesto, this Norwegian guy named Anders Breivik. He's one of the big reasons white nationalism is being perpetuated online right now. That's the second big thing to know, how shooters inspired by white nationalism help keep it going. So here's the backstory. In 2011, Anders Breivik detonated a bomb in Oslo and then opened fire, killing 77 people. Before he did it, Breivik published a 1,500-page manifesto online in which he ranted against immigration and multiculturalism. Just last month, the FBI arrested a Coast Guard lieutenant who used Breivik's online manifesto as a guide in preparation for his own mass shooting. And like we said, the manifest that's being connected to this New Zealand shooting reportedly references Breivik. White supremacist groups online hold Breivik up as a hero. Experts say these manifestos may help to keep that narrative going. That's how shootings like this help inspire and perpetuate white nationalist views and more violence. But here's your third thing to know. How is it playing into global politics? It's a hard thing to have to say, but white nationalism seems to be having a moment, again. There's been a particularly obvious resurgence in Europe. Refugees from Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan have migrated to Europe in record numbers. And it's led to an anti-immigrant backlash that spawned a surge of far-right political parties and openly racist groups. Neo-Nazis have been making a comeback in Germany and in some Eastern European countries. But to be clear, white nationalism isn't just seeing an uptick because of the immigrant crisis and fear of Muslims. As we said earlier, it has ties to white supremacy, which goes way back. And white nationalists who have become violent aren't just targeting Muslims. They're attacking Jewish communities and, in the U.S., African-Americans. In last year's Pittsburgh synagogue shooting, the suspect allegedly hung out on forums for white supremacists and neo-Nazis. And as we saw in the shooting in Charleston and in the big rally in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017, they're targeting people because of race, too. So what's the skim? Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter said they removed the video of the New Zealand killings. Twitter suspended the account that posted the video, but said it's still working to remove copies of the video from their platform. PewDiePie says he's sickened that his name was reportedly brought up in the attack. Globally, far-right political parties and extremist groups are on the rise, and the internet has made it easier than ever to spread hateful messages and memes that may be linked to gun violence. In the U.S., white nationalist movements are becoming more visible, branching out from internet forums and onto the streets, like in Charlottesville. The New York Times reported last year that law enforcement agencies as a whole are not really prepared to deal with these hate groups. In a separate but connected story, on Thursday, the Connecticut Supreme Court ruled that the families of the Sandy Hook school shooting victims can sue the makers of Remington rifles, which were used in the massacre. This is a potential game changer for advocates of gun control. Adam Lanza, their killer, was reportedly also inspired by Anders Breivik. Coming up, kids are speaking out and stepping up to protest against climate change. Hundreds of thousands of kids around the world played hooky today, 
They spent the day calling out adults for not doing enough to stop climate change. Today, we'll bring you three things you need to know about those protests. First, this is happening around the world. There were demonstrations in more than 100 countries. In the U.S. alone, kids walked out of class in more than 100 cities and marched holding signs that said things like, climate change is worse than homework, and we're missing lessons to teach you one. They're railing against politicians for dropping the ball and leaving the next generation to deal with the fallout. So what's their mission? That's the second thing you need to know. The U.S. organizers have this whole list of demands on their website, including declaring a national emergency on climate change, stopping all fossil fuel infrastructure projects, and taking care of public lands, wildlife, and clean water. Oh, and passing the Democrats' Green New Deal. Earlier this month, the international organizers wrote in a letter to The Guardian that adults have, quote, failed us in the past. They warned, if you continue failing us in the future, we, the young people, will make change happen by ourselves. Tough. Which brings us to the third thing you need to know. Who's behind this? In the U.S., three teenage girls are taking the lead. Actually, they're not even all teens yet. Co-organizer Haven Coleman from Denver is just 12 years old. Then there's 13-year-old Alexandria Villasenor from New York. And finally, 16-year-old Isra Hersey from Minneapolis. Her mom is kind of famous, too. She's Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. They've been planning this protest in the U.S. for the past few months. But these strikes have been happening around the world since last summer. And that's really thanks to Greta Thunberg. She's a 16-year-old from Sweden. Back in August, she started skipping school every Friday to protest climate change in front of the Swedish parliament building. Even though this kind of thing doesn't actually come easy for her. Later on, I was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, OCD, and selective mutism. That basically means I only speak when I think it's necessary. Now is one of those moments. That's Thunberg during a TED Talk last year. She rattled off facts showing just how bad climate change really is. Then she was invited to speak at the World Economic Forum in Davos in January. These are world leaders in politics and business, and she didn't hold back. Adults keep saying, we owe it to the young people to give them hope. But I don't want your hope. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. And then I want you to act. She's hardcore and people are paying attention to her. Thunberg was just nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Up next, we'll tell you about another group of women we're really rooting for. And now... Hi, I am calling to nominate a group of ladies. We asked you to call in with a nomination for who you think we should honor as our Woman of the Week. And we got a lot of great submissions. With the NCAA playoffs around the corner, though, one voicemail really stood out. The North Carolina State was packed women's basketball team coached by Wes Moore. Emmeline Smith called in to tell us about the North Carolina State University women's basketball team. They're third in their conference right now, but they had a great season. 26 wins with only five losses. But they started out the season by winning 21 straight games. They actually went undefeated for the longest of all Division I basketball teams this season, both men's and women's teams. And that's with four starters and prominent players out because of injuries. 
Emmeline graduated from NC State in 2017, but she's still a big fan of the Wolfpack. If there are any tournament games at home, she says she's definitely going to go. They've just been swept under the rug, and I really wanted them to be heard and to get the recognition they deserve. We don't want to play favorites, but we know how Emmeline's filling out her bracket. The women's bracket for the tournament will be announced on Monday, and games start next weekend. If you want to learn more about the history of the NCAA basketball tournament, we'll have a deep dive audio episode about it on the Skim app on Monday. You can get it in your app store. You can also check out more of our Women's History Month coverage at our website, theskim.com. And that's all for Skim This. Happy Friday, and thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and share the show with your friends. Also, we'd love to know what you think. Head over to theskim.com forward slash feedback to share your thoughts. And you can enter into a random drawing for a chance to win a $100 prize just for taking the survey. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back on Monday to bring you more news. 